Hello, hello, peace, love, and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. This is Zalika Akila. Welcome to Philosophy with Z. Today we are on the last chapter of the book, chapter 12. Uh, it's kind of bittersweet. This has been such a fun journey going through this book with you people. And I'm so happy, like I'm so happy and grateful that I did this. And now that it's out in the internet, it's recorded and it's documented, I pray that this is heard by millions of ears throughout time and that these these practices will help someone. It's not it's not my original findings. It's not even Rhonda Burns' original findings. Everything is just the culmination of everything. I don't know who originally said and did all of these things, but I'm grateful to them because they inspired people who inspired her, who inspired me, who inspire you. And it's just a never-ending, beautiful, connecting, connecting cycle. So with all that being said, that actually like flows right into the um, subject matter of this chapter. It's called The End, There Is No End. And this chapter mainly focuses on the concept of death and how it's really just a human construct. Both birth and death are human constructs. And it's just something that we believe in and take so personally because that's just what we've been raised to believe. But there really is no birth or death because I am the infinite awareness. I am the infinite eternal consciousness of the universe i'm currently inhabiting a human being so i am a spiritual being experiencing the universe from a human perspective today and that's just what i'm doing and i like how in the book they talk about this life is just like a game like my body is an avatar and whenever you, you die in a game you just come back as another avatar. Granted, in a game, you come back as the what appears to be the same form. But, I mean, aren't we really all the same as human beings? Our forms look a little different, but for the most part, we are the same. Like, on a DNA level, we have all the same stuff. It's just mixed up in different ways that appear differently, visually, or physically, whatever, you know. Visually, we see different things because of the physical uh, manifestations. So, in, in the book, they describe it as some sages or some people have said that life is just like this game. We live and we play and we die. And if you didn't figure it out, then you just get to live again and keep playing until you do figure it out. And what is it? It is just awareness, realizing your truth, that you are the eternal, infinite awareness or the eternal, infinite, universal consciousness. We are all one. I kind of just picture it like a giant thing that we're all just suspended in, but it's also within us. Like the way I like to describe it is that I I was born into this world through my mother. So my body was 
like pushed into this existence through my mother's body and I took my first breath. And upon taking that first breath, I, I pulled in the universal consciousness into my body. It animated me. And I, I think that's where our zodiacs come from. Like whatever specific place and time you were born and what degree you are on the earth and where the stars are aligned above you at that very moment, you, you breathe it in and it becomes you. Of course, it's not the totality of you, like your um, your characteristics and stuff like that. Like, I, I believe in zodiacs because I, I see so many similarities of people who have certain signs. And so like I'm an Aries and I'm fiery and honest and blunt and a leader and strong willed and passionate and loving and all of those things like I didn't will myself to be these things I just like kind of realized that I have those qualities naturally and so I just see that as as the universe like I am the universe's way of expressing those specific qualities and I captured them when I was born and there's so many various different possibilities of expression in this human existence and i i just love the beauty of the diversity of us and i like how they say that in this book that that we are oh let me find the specific part okay so once again i paused it and for me it was several minutes but for you it was just a blink so i love how they say this in the book it says, it's a quote from Deepak Chopra. He says, you and the world and the entire universe are modifications of awareness. You and the universe are awareness in motion. And Alan Watts says, what you are basically deep, deep down, far, far in, is simply the fabric and structure of existence itself. So basically, like we're miracles. Like, we are miraculous manifestations of a universe of nothingness. And because of our manifestation, we have the ability to turn that nothingness into somethingness. <laughs> we have the power of manifestation. And as a human being, it's like our greatest blessing and our greatest burden because we we really don't know how truly powerful we are like life is a journey within the self but like like i said before this is a game and we're all just living and um and starting over and trying again it's just this continuous cycle and I believe the point of all of it is that by waking up during this human experience, we become a beacon of light and a symbol of hope to others. And here they talk about how when people who wake up to the truth and realize that there is no death, I am an infinite being, I am one with the eternal consciousness, 
when we wake up to that, we begin to live our life with such bliss and happiness and peace and ease. And I can resonate with that because I am that most of the time. Like, I'm so grateful that I can say that today that I am usually living in such beautiful, peaceful, joyous harmony with the universe. Not all the time, but definitely I'm in a much better place today than I once was. And going back to my first statement, I believe all of this is happening simply to be the beacon and the light. Because when I am in this joyous state of being, my energy radiates. And in the in the book, they say that it's been known that, well, it's been claimed that one person living in truth can radiate to heal millions of other people. And I can see that to be true because when I am awakening and raising my consciousness and raising my vibration, then those around me can feel that. They might not be aware of it, but energy is everything. Vibration and frequency is everything. This is a, a universe of motion and energy. And the way that humans exhibit energy is through our emotions. And so because of where I am in my mentality and my body and my spirit, all of that, when I am in such harmony with the universe, when I'm really at one, then like, it just like rolls off of me. And it says in here that it's, it's not that we are invalidating the the grief that people experience with, with death and loss, but it's that we know, like I know what's really going on with that. And I don't fear it and I don't mourn it. I, I truly celebrate people's lives. And when they leave this life, then I just wish them well on their journey. And I hope that the next time around is amazing. And I, so so the point of that is that I, I don't invalidate other people's feelings when it comes to these situations. I just allow myself to be present. And I listen. And... I absorb and people can share their pain with me because I get it. Like everything that, that people have felt in grief, I have too. My dad died when I was 17 and it was the most like crushing, life jarring experience of my life thus far. And I went through like much, much, much turmoil from that event, I, I lost my faith in a higher power, lost my faith in God. I was just like so crushed and everything that I thought was real began to just like trickle away from me. And throughout my, my college experience and for a couple years after, I was using a lot of drugs and alcohol so I could just have fun and enjoy my life. Because I had decided after my dad died, had decided that, like, this is all bullshit. I don't want to be here for this. If everyone I love is just going to die 
then what's the point of living at all? And it really like, it hurts my heart to remember that version of me that was in such pain and denial and took it so personally that my dad had died. But at some point I realized everyone's dad dies. Every person that is a dad is dying. Every mom dies, every sister and brother, like it's, it's just like, it is what it is. That is, that's how I began to accept the reality of death. And at some point, I just realized that acceptance is the greatest gift of life. Because whenever I'm feeling bad, it's like my wake-up call that I'm believing some kind of thoughts that are not true. So I was believing for years that he should not have died. He should not have been taken away from me. He should have been here with me for longer. I didn't know him well enough. I, I have so many questions. Like, sure, I, I wish that he had been in my life longer. And it's okay for me to wish that. But when I began to, like think these thoughts so hard that I began to believe them and they became my truth and I had some personal vendetta against God because I didn't get what I wanted like it's kind of silly when you really think about it like if you break it down like that and put it into those words it's like wow I'm just one person out of billions and every single day people are dying and every single day people are being born and it's just it just is what it is. And it was like the jarring experience that I didn't know that I needed to begin to wake me up, truly wake me up to the truth of me being awareness, me being an infinite being, me being a spiritual being. I I just had no idea what was really real. And, and subsequently, like, all of the the drug usage and the drinking it it was it became my way of opening my mind and exploring and having conversations and dreaming and imagining all kinds of stuff bigger than what like bigger than I could imagine when I was sober is what I thought I created amazing artworks and all kinds of stuff wrote amazing things when I was in an altered state of mind but at some point, I was just like, man, this is really destroying my life. I can't, can't keep any money. I can't keep a home. I can't keep any close friendships because drugs and alcohol changed my life. I, it's really hard to explain and I really don't want to get too deep into it on this particular topic, but... I will just say that they changed my life by by showing me how out of control life can be based on my my thoughts and my decisions and my actions. I I allowed my my body's desires to run my life and it took a a toll on my spiritual and mental health. And when I, again, when I accepted that fact that 
I was ruining my life based on my choices. I, I reached a new level of awakening and freedom. And I do it all the time now with, with little things like my eating habits or my toxic relationships or binging on, on YouTube or staying up late and sleeping late or avoiding my laundry, avoiding cleaning my room. Like there's so many levels of suffering that I allow myself to have. I choose to have them. And I kind of pretend like they're not going to make me suffer. But soon, I can feel it. And the feeling is the wake-up call. That's how I know that I am living in disharmony of my truth. And it's like, like recently, I went on vacation. And when I came back from vacation, it was so hard for me to get back to my routine getting up early and and um and being physically active like doing yoga or some exercise um taking a shower in the morning doing just like so many things that were a part of my daily routine I kind of just forgot and because I was waking up late I didn't have enough time and because I didn't have enough time I was rushing throughout the day to just finish the the basics and then by the end of the day, when I wanted to relax, I would watch YouTube or something and end up staying up really late just watching YouTube. And like at the moment, it was fun or whatever. But after so many days of doing that, I, I know that like that's not what I want my daily existence to be. That's cool for a relaxation day, but I was doing it every day. And so I was just beginning to feel really bad. Like, this last couple of weeks have been so tough because of how I'm feeling. And when I start feeling down, I don't want to do anything. And then I, I feel even more down because I'm even further living out of alignment with my truth. And so it's just, it's wild. This is per, it's this, this vicious cycle. And... The feeling is my wake-up call. So, like, today, I, even yesterday, I really, I woke up late, but I was like, uh, I'm just, I can start my day over anytime. So, I'm just going to do the best I can for the rest of the day, little by little, and I'll get there. And the day got better, just because I, I brought it back to this moment. Just do what I can, when I can, and I, I didn't shame myself for what I didn't get done, and I celebrated what I did get done. And so I just slowly began to turn my mood around and feel better. And that is the power of the human being, the human mind. And so I just continue to be a beacon of light and hope to others. Because I, I see the joy in it. It feels so good to live in this truth. When I when I look at anything, I see the beauty in it and I see the love in it. Like the the trees and the grass and the sun and the birds and all the sounds and sights of the world. I just see such beauty in it because it's all me. I'm a reflection of it and it's a reflection of me. We are all one with the same universe just manifesting in different expressions and it all has its own little beautiful piece 
of the universe to show off to the rest of the universe. It's it's beautiful. And in the book, Francis Lucille, quote, the intelligence and love that they release into the world is still reaching us. Our true gift to the world is to be a source of love and clarity and to recognize that to be this source, one has to know oneself intimately. This love is nothing but the self. This love is God. End quote. Those are both one and the same. I am the source. The source is me. I am created from the source. And I create from this source that is within me that created me. It's just, like I said before, it's a vicious cycle. But this is like a good cycle. Like, I guess I could call it a victorious cycle. <laughs> I don't know. But your your one true soul purpose, S-O-U-L, your soul purpose is simply to realize, remember, and recognize who you are. You are the eternal awareness, the infinite consciousness. And you are unlimited. You can do anything you set your mind to. Even if it's something you don't want. If you set your mind to not wanting it, you'll get it. Because the universe doesn't recognize negating words because this is a universe of giving so if you don't want to be late to work don't say i don't want to be late because all the universe hears is i want to be late the don't is just like um muted (laughs) so i just want to wrap this up by by thanking you for being here and listening and i pray that that these 12 chapters have opened up your mind, ripped a little seam in the reality that you believe to be so deeply true because it's so much more than you think it is. And I'm here for you on this journey. If you want to talk about it or whatever, anything that I can do, any questions or just just to listen, if you want to explore your, your mind and the questions you have for yourself. Like, whatever it is, I'm here for you. And after today, I, I am going to post maybe one or two more podcasts on this book just to fill up some, some little loose ends here and there. And then I'll be moving on to another book. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I truly appreciate you. I wish you all the best. Peace, love, and blessings. Until next time.